broadcasting from Woodstock, Georgia. Welcome to Soul Solutions, a show where we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. I'm your host, author, and certified life coach, Terry Kozlowski. Episode 28, How to Improve Our Communication Skills. Being able to communicate effectively is a skill everyone needs to have. Authentic communication is more than the exchange of information. It's the ability to understand the emotions and the intentions behind the data being conveyed. It's a two-way transmission between the messenger and the receiver. Eckhart Tolle says true communication is communion, the realization of oneness, which is love. I think this is the reason we communicate, to connect with others through love. As human beings, the ability to communicate efficiently would seem intuitive. It is when we are conversing from our authentic, soulful selves. But the egoic mind interferes with most of the interactions we have with others. For example, we make a statement. The other person hears something completely different from what we intended. Or there are misunderstandings from word usage and frustrations from not listening because we were thinking about how to reply. Improving our communication skills so we are clear, concise, and understood easily is an area we can all strive towards. Why? Because cultivating the ability to connect with others means it will enhance all our relationships by increasing trust and respect for one another and improving our social and emotional health. What are the obstacles to effective communication. Let's look at some ways in which we sabotage our interactions with others. Our emotions can wreak havoc on our ability to speak and to be understood. Why? Because when we are stressed or upset, our ability to interpret nonverbal communication is at a disadvantage. We also can put off confusing nonverbal cues when we're upset and react instead of responding appropriately because we misunderstood something. To overcome this issue, take a few deep breaths to calm ourselves to communicate authentically. Are we fully present while conversing? Or are we trying to multitask? If we aren't focused on the discussion, we aren't truly listening to what's being said. So it shouldn't be a surprise when we miss receiving information vital to responding well. To avoid this, as an impediment to communicating, become fully present with the person we are talking with. Look them in the eye as we are conversing. Not listening for comprehension is another obstacle to successful communicating. We are waiting for our turn to speak instead of genuinely hearing what is being said. In doing so, we miss pieces of data that may be significant to our understanding or we are interrupting the speaker because we think we know what they are trying to convey to us, which shows a complete lack of respect for the person speaking. Instead, consciously choose to listen to the speaker for full comprehension of what is being said, then pause and prepare our response. The ego in communicating confidently. The ego gets fearful of authentic communication. Why? Because when we are genuinely conversing with another, we are sharing ourselves and our vulnerabilities. The ego doesn't enjoy being exposed. 
It prefers to hide those so-called weaknesses behind walls of lies and innuendos. The ego thinks that a little white lie is harmless, but it's not. Allowing the ego to pretend or withhold only makes communication more problematic and will harm our relationships. For us to connect authentically with others, we need to speak from a place of confidence. We need to know ourselves and value our opinions. We need to express ourselves without encroaching on others. We need to be able to convey anger or other negative feelings respectfully, which is imperative to our dealing with others. Seek honest feedback to test how effective we are at communicating with others. Then heed the information. Accept compliments and criticism in ways that support us to learn from the experience. Openly receiving feedback helps us improve our lives. Asking for support when we need it shows others we know our skill set and are unafraid to ask for their assistance. Learning to tell others no without feeling bad or setting personal boundaries so we aren't taken advantage of are ways to communicate confidently. Being assertive can be done with compassion. It entails seeing the other person's perspective and then stating our position from a place of love. Sometimes looking for alternatives can allow everyone to feel good about the exchange. Sarcasm and communicating. The definition of sarcasm is using irony to mock or convey contempt. Although irony can be humorous, mocking is cruel and conveying contempt is not a positive way to communicate. I believe society has made sarcasm an acceptable form of harassment or bullying. We see it in schools, colleges, and in the workplace. When we hear a sarcastic statement, we laugh. We share cynical memes on our social media. It has become an invasive yet acceptable form of comedy in our culture, despite its disrespectful and scornful nature. We see it in our relationships as those cheap shots we take at our friends and family that cause everyone to laugh. Let's reevaluate this form of disrespect and unloving cynicism and instead show compassion and empathy when we are using humor in our conversations. Humor can help lighten the discussions, but it needs to be gentle and respectful. The playfulness reminds us not to take things so seriously. The basics of nonverbal communication. Studies have shown that up to 55% of our communication is done nonverbally. So we base most of what we comprehend on nonverbal cues and not the words we use. Our body language, facial expressions, gestures, eye contact, posture, tone of voice, muscle tension, and breathing tells others more than the words spoken. Through these nonverbal ways, we tell others how we authentically feel, and even the ego can't suppress those cues. We can tell when someone is closed. The person is avoiding eye contact. They may cross their arms in front of their chest or tap their foot, showing us their impatience. This defensive posturing makes effective communication difficult. We need to be open, arms down, relaxed, and maintaining eye contact to truly connect with others. Everyone has subtle differences in their physical signals, so we need to know that not everyone responds the same way. 
we also need to understand there are cultural differences as well. Some examples of nonverbal communication are as follows. Folding arms in front of the person may seem that they're feeling defensive or closed off. Lack of eye contact may mean they're not interested in what's being said, or ashamed of something, or find it difficult to talk about the subject matter. A louder, more aggressive tone may mean the person is escalating the discussion and becoming emotionally involved. It might also suggest they feel like they're not being heard or understood. Someone who's turned away from us may mean that they're disinterested or being closed off. We need to pay attention to our nonverbal signs and make sure they match our messaging. If we are stressed or nervous, how we feel will be expressed. So calming ourselves with breathing exercises will help us communicate better. When we are authentically communicating, our body language and words match because they are honestly coming from our heart. The art of listening. The most crucial aspect of effective communication comes down to our ability to listen, to comprehend what is being communicated to us. Hearing is a physical process for us to sense sound vibrations. Hearing doesn't mean we listen or that we understand what is being told to us. When we are engaged in conversation, we hear the tone of voice of others. We feel their emotions and intentions of the other person. This process allows us to let the speaker feel heard, which deepens the connection with them. To be an engaged listener, we need to focus on the speaker. Look them in the eye, not around the room or our cell phones. Stay present. Don't be thinking about something else or waiting for your turn to speak. Don't interrupt the speaker and don't try to change the subject. Show interest in what is being said by occasionally nodding, smiling, giving small verbal cues mm -hmm, to encourage the speaker to continue. Then summarize what we understood so that the other can clarify any miscommunication. Listening to someone doesn't mean we agree with what they say. It shows we respect the speaker as a person and value what they feel. To effectively communicate, we need to set aside blame, shame, and judgment in order to understand what is being said and connect authentically. How to have difficult conversations. Talking with someone whose beliefs or opinions differ from ours can be problematic, particularly if we regularly communicate with them. To effectively connect during trying conversations, we need to articulate our message clearly. How we say something is going to be just as important as the words we use. We want to maintain an even tone while making eye contact. We want to keep our bodies relaxed and opened. When the other person is finished speaking, we should summarize what we heard. This summary enables us to deal with any faulty hearing on our part. If the conversation gets heated, we need to breathe to calm ourselves. We want to reduce the intense emotions we may have and regulate the feelings so we behave in a way that doesn't harm anyone. Suppose we can find humor in the situation. In that case, we can use it to relieve the stress for everyone having the discussion. Be willing to bend a little. 
compromise by seeking middle ground where all parties can feel good about the outcome. When all involved care more about one another than getting their way, it allows for solutions and better relationships. Difficult conversations commonly occur when there are a lot of emotions from the parties involved. But suppose we focus on hearing what the other is saying, respecting their viewpoint, and value the relationship more than being right. In that case, we can move past the differences and find common ground. Moving forward, we are responsible if our communication is clear. By using simple language, we can help others better understand what we're conveying. Be aware of nonverbal cues and listen with the intent to understand. Communication skills are learnable, but it starts with one person willing to improve their skill set. By improving our communication skills, we can master difficult conversations, make ourselves be heard, and make authentic connections with others. These skills enable us to make others feel heard, understood, and respected. Our relationships don't exist in a void. They occur between two human beings who bring their emotions, experiences, and expectations into every conversation. It's through authentic listening that we lower stress, tension, and can calm others. Why? Because when we are honestly heard and understood, we feel respected. Thus, authentic connections are made. Do you need support to help you communicate more effectively? Do you want a strategy to help you overcome the ego's limiting beliefs and live a successful life? If so, please reach out to me at terrykozlowski.com where we can put together an action plan where you can create the life you desire. Get your free blueprint to overcoming fear as a preview of my forthcoming book, Raven Transcending Fear, coming out in March. The link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Soul Solutions with Terry Kozlowski. If you'd like the show and want to learn more, check out terrykozlowski.com where you can find the links to everything we talked about in this episode. Please subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode as we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. Thank you.